there's a wealth gap in, in, in America. And one of the reasons why, there's many reasons, but one of the reasons is caused by the stock market. John will match up to $100 if you open an account. And it's going to help bridge the wealth gap. It's a huge gap. And we try to make it simple. We try to show them how compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Thanks so much for tuning in to this special edition of the Drop the Disc podcast. This is not a normal episode, as you can tell, since it's publishing on a Thursday. Today, we have a Highlight Augusta episode with the My Why Foundation. And these guys are a local nonprofit that are trying to accomplish a very, very big solution to a very, very big problem, and that's the wealth gap. And they do it through investing. It's a really cool program. So we brought on John and Chris, who are two of the masterminds behind the program, and talked a little bit about how it works and how it can help everyday people. And honestly, you may be surprised that this could be something that could apply to you as a listener. Now, as this is a Highlight Augusta episode, this is sponsored by the My Why Foundation. You will not hear any other spots or ads in this show. However, the show is presented by Nancy Powell. We appreciate you, Nancy, but that is the only spot you will hear today. So without any further ado, I hope you enjoy the show. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, at yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AG in the mix, just drop the disc. And this intro song was written and recorded by C-Lark. C dot L-A-R-K. Check him out wherever you stream your music. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We're Drop the Disc Podcast. We, this is a Highlight Augusta series. Welcome to Highlight Augusta. Yeah, David, tell us what Highlight... It's been a while since we've done a Highlight. It's been a long time. So yeah. for those that don't remember, for Highlight Augusta, what we do is we take nonprofit causes, specifically really in Augusta, right. and this is the crazy part, we really highlight them. <laughs> um, and, and so today we have a, a nonprofit that, you know, it's a little newer, from what I understand. And we're, so we're trying to get the word out, not only about what they are, but also why they are. And mm. so speaking yes. of that. Yes. Uh, today we are here with John Travis and Chris Willocks. Welcome. And if you guys, before we jump in, we'll have way more time for the details, but give us like a 30 second, like tell us about the foundation. Yeah, so the foundation was started about two years ago, and, and the goal is solely to help people understand what the stock market is 
So there's an educational component. And then the, the probably the most important part of it is the actionable step of actually opening up a stock market account. <clears throat> That's so we the thing can, a lot of people miss. We can teach, you know, there's a lot of material out there from the Dave Ramsey's to the Susie Ormond's, mm-hmm. Clark Howard's, you keep going on and on. And there's a lot of information out there and we provide the information, but we try to meet in, in, um, in computer labs. So when we do the education on the same night, we're actually clicking buttons and opening accounts. Right. And what is the foundation called? It's called My Why Foundation. And if people wanted to find you, there's a website. Yeah, mywhyfoundation.org. Love you guys. Yeah, Yeah, make it easy. 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 Yeah, and the my why really is driven from you know everybody would has a different reason for opening a stock market account. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's retirement. We're seeing a lot of people opening up accounts for their kids and their grandkids. Um, So this is really um, aimed at the underserved community in our area. A lot of people don't know about the stock market. They've never been taught that. So our goal and our passion really is just to give some education. There's a lot of misinformation out there about the stock market, and I'll share some of that with you today. And so will Chris. Okay. And, um, you know, it's just to provide people some confidence and then also help them. So, John, we do want people to have an idea of kind of who is running the foundation. So <clears throat> give us an idea. You're the founder, as we've kind of found out before we started recording today. Mm-hmm. Give a, are, are you from Augusta? Like, what is... What's your why to the My Why Foundation? Yeah, so I was born and raised in North Augusta. So I love the CSRA. It's, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know, born and raised. I did move off, lived in St. Louis, um, Charlotte, and Cleveland for a number of years. Came back um, about 20 years ago, live in Aiken now, so, and I work in Augusta. So CSRA, I've, I've, uh, I, I've lived here um, my entire life, born and raised here, and uh, it's just a great place. And so really it's... Um, the reason why we're doing this is just to help people. And, um, so my background includes 15 years of corporate financial planning. Okay. So I work for corporations. So there's the, so there's the, the connection right there. That's a piece of it. Okay. And then I've worked 15 years as a financial advisor. So I have 30 years of, of years. financial yeah. experience and, um, and Chris will show you his experience in a minute, which is equally as we're both older folks, <laughs> but, um, but we just have a passion. We have a knowledge <laughs> and right now I'm helping my clients, build wealth. And, and, uh, there's a wealth gap in, in, in America. And one of the reasons why there's many reasons, but one of the reasons is caused by the stock market. So the people that invest in the stock market have more money than people who don't. Mm-hmm. And there's other ways to get uh, rich per se. Um, but the stock market is accessible to everyone. The minimum to open an account is a dollar. Yeah. And we can you know teach people how to do that. And so Chris and I uh, ran across each other. He was teaching, students. And so Chris has been involved now for about a year. Now, uh, Chris, you mentioned before we started, not Chris Napple. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> he looked at me. I did look at <laughs> Before we started, you mentioned you lived in Augusta for seven years, but you should have moved here 57 years ago. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, sir. I was, uh, I worked in New York city when I was lot young. I worked on, on wall street, and going back about 30 years, I thought So you're that, the bad guy in the story, is that well, right? Well, that's what people think, Wall Street's evil, and I would have <laughs> to run everybody. that by my students and everything. It's not, <laughs> you know, but that's where I started. I worked at uh, some high-profile firms, and then uh, did that for 15 years and thought that, you know, this is going to age me quicker than I would like, so I was looking to move south. This is going back 25 years ago. And uh, I didn't find the right opportunity. So I moved north. I moved upstate New York to manage money. I went from the sell side as a broker to a money manager, small 
mutual fund company, did that for almost 20 years, and then finally said, I think it's time to move south and see the sun, because in New York, you don't, <laughs> you don't see the sun much, even in the summer. Beautiful when it's 90 during the day and maybe 65 at night. You don't see the sun. So yep. uh, I just decided to walk away. I was an adjunct professor for seven years up there while I worked full-time, and I said, you know, stay out of trouble. I think I could teach full-time. So Georgia Military College... Uh, was kind enough to offer me a spot. We moved down. My wife said, I've never been to Georgia, but it's not New York, so let's go. <laughs> so we just piled a few important things into the back of the car and headed down and haven't looked back. <laughs> and uh, as a teacher, I would teach many different business courses. And every course would come down to financial literacy. They knew what I did, and I was always trying to help them learn about it and try right. to get their finances in order. So they would hear me all the time, and they would get sick of hearing my voice. So I would reach out to financial advisors outside, of which one of them was John. John was kind enough to sit down and talk with us. And I started to hear about what he was doing, and I said, how could I become a part of that? And I've been with him for about a year, and I think it's great what he does. It's He's doing the Lord's work. I mean, we could talk to people until we're blue in the face, like John said. There's Ramsey, Susie Orman. Everybody's doing this. Mm -hmm. But John will match up to $100 if you open an account. And it's going to help bridge the wealth gap. It's a huge gap. It's a better deal than my parents gave me when I started investing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the match piece is just an incentive. <clears throat> well, so... Let's let's talk about the foundation now. Okay. So we we have you you guys' background a little bit, and if this was a regular episode, we'd have thirty more minutes of drinking beer and talking about this. But <laughs> we need to highlight the nonprofit today. Sure. And and so you mentioned you joined about a year ago, Chris. When when was it founded? Mm -hmm. How was it founded? Did something push you over the edge? Yeah, like it did. something has to happen. Yeah, it did. So in twenty twenty, um, <clears throat> honestly, I was. Um, really uh, led to to start this back in in the fall of 2020, and I'll just be very transparent with you. It was with, during the social unrest mm -hmm. of 2020 with um, with Mr. Floyd and what happened to right. him. And so, you know, in in our jobs, and and Chris didn't mention you're a financial advisor now. Um, yes, sir. And so, in our jobs, we see a lot of statistics come across about the wealth gap. Right. And so, you know, for me and Chris, I mean, we're helping our clients daily build wealth. And so mm -hmm. for us, it's, it's very easy and I can help people and we help them make smart decisions. And so, you know, the, I was really led to, to start my why to help close the wealth gap. I mean, so we're using um, Charles Schwab as the financial institution. Um, first of all, a, a disclaimer, this has nothing to do with our regular business. This is completely nonprofit. Probably important for people <clears throat> to know. This is not right. a business activity. I, I am spending more time and more of my own personal money on this um, and we, we do not get any financial gain out right. of this. This is a, um, this is giving back into the community. Um, but we see the statistics and the, and the stock market is a, one of the reasons why there's a wealth gap. And so at Charles Schwab, the minimum to open an account is a dollar. So it's open. The stock market is open for business for everyone. And, um, there's a lot of misinformation out there as well. I'll just give you a, an example. Um, Guess how many, what percentage of the years over the last hundred years has been negative? So you look a hundred years worth of data, how many years, what percentage of those hundred years have been negative in the stock market? We'll let Chris guess first. 25%. I'm going to guess 0%. That, you got it, man. 25. Wow. That wow. is impressive. Wow. That's good. That is impressive. <laughs> so 25% of the years are negative. So what we're going through right now in our economy with inflation, 
you know, the reasons are always different. 9-11, uh, 2008 had a great recession. Mm-hmm. But having a negative year in the stock market is not unusual. It, it is part of investing. Um, but if you stay invested, the stock market has returned about 10% on average. And so that 10% return over many, many years is what creates millionaires. And so if someone can start in the stock market, and so when we're talking in these workshops, there's an education component about 30 minutes long, and then we're sitting in front of computers and we're, we're clicking on buttons and helping people open up accounts. And so we want them to start the process. Some of these folks are in their 50s and 60s and they're yeah, opening up accounts. Talk to us about who is welcome at these because maybe, you know, if yeah. you're under 18, like are there any kind of rules that you guys have? Well, there are some some legal rules. Uh, you want to you Right, you got to be 18 to open an account. If yeah. not, your parents, guardian can open an account and name you as a beneficiary. Yes. Okay. So a lot of folks uh, in fifties and sixties are opening these accounts for their kids and their grandkids now. Mm-hmm. So if, if they have a two year old grandchild, they're opening the account in the, in the grandparents name and they're putting the, the child as the beneficiary on the account. Right. So they're starting the process and, and we will match up to a hundred dollars. So if you put in 25, we'll match 25. If you put in a hundred, we'll match a hundred. There's been 54 families in the CSRA that have opened accounts through this process. So you know, we're excited with 54, but we want to have, you know, 554 right. accounts. Yeah. We want to continue to expand this. So this is something, um, unfortunately, is not taught in our high schools. Right. And and it just kills me that we're not teaching and we're starting to, and I'll we're mention starting, that in yeah. a minute. Um, but everybody that graduates from high school has to deal with money, 100% of the people. And so <laughs> South Carolina just now uh, is requiring finance in the high schools um, that happened a couple of weeks ago, and I think Georgia's been like that for a couple of years now. So we're also um, sponsoring some curriculum, another part of the foundation, which is kind of a smaller piece, but we're sponsoring cr- uh, curriculum in local high schools. So, Chris, you're a teacher. You may know what that means. I have no idea what that means. How do you, so how does, are you guys creating curriculum to send to them? How does that work? <clears throat> we're using the, Dave Ramsey has, um, it's called, um, principles and finance, um, foundations and and finance. So he actually has a curriculum that teachers are using locally. Fox Creek high school is using it, uh, Midland Valley. So you're paying for the curriculum for the teachers to use. North Augusta, Mm. Aiken, um, South Aiken. Uh, we've got a middle school, Jackson middle and the folks on the Augusta side of the river, I have offered, we have offered to pay for their curriculum and no one's taking us up on it. So if you're listening out there, Mm. And, and you need some help getting this in your schools, I mean, pick up the phone and call me. Um, so any school in the CSRA, if I'm like a parent, my kid goes to school here, could yep. potentially do the same thing that these other schools are doing and teach this finance class with this curriculum? Yeah, it's part of the school curriculum. So a lot of times there's an economics class and they're using right. this Dave Ramsey uh, financial uh, curriculum in, in place of that. So, so okay. the foundation is really two pieces and, and I, we don't talk a lot about the, the education in the high schools. Uh, we're starting to do more and more of it. Um, we really focused on the, the stock market piece of it. So it's kind of, you know, it's dual, dual purpose here, but okay. um, anyway, education is important and folks don't understand the stock market. Right. It is, it is misunderstood. Yeah. Um, and so we provide 30 minutes of education some of the stats that we just talked about, the 25% of the years, um, and then we help them open an account. And we try to make it simple. We try to show them how compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, according to Albert Einstein, although nobody can really 
was around when he said that, but it sounds good. Nobody can confirm and, you know, that. But they can't confirm it. Can't and deny we, it. But it's it's a great thing, and yeah. usually when you hear something's too good to be true, it's not true. This is in case, you know, in fact true. Yeah. So the earlier you start, you get more compounding periods, and you could grow wealth. Right. I used to use the example with my students. I've been working since I was 13, and I never knew anything about this. And I always made pretty good money, and I saved nothing. I always had nice cars when I was a teenager. So I said to my students, from 13 until 21, I worked. So say if I just saved like $500 a year, all right? So say if I made... A thousand a year, whatever. So, five hundred a year for eight years would be four thousand. If I just would have put that in stocks to match the stock market, because I'm real old, about forty years later, I would ask my students, "What do you think that uh, four thousand would be worth?" I don't know, twenty-five thousand ends up being like one hundred and seventy-five thousand, and that's just putting it away and forgetting about it, not to add to it every pay period, like we try to stress to people, but I didn't know anything about this until I got my first full-time job when I was in a profit sharing account and I had to fill out the paperwork and I asked a colleague, what do I do? And he goes, oh, Chris, you don't know what to do when you work in finance here. I was pushing papers at <laughs> Solomon Brothers when I first started and he said, uh, just put it all in stocks as much as you can and just let it go. You're young and single, let it go. Best advice I ever got. And then look for ways to you know, uh, increase what you put in there. And then you dollar cost average. I don't want to get too technical here, but you're buying every pay period, say once a month, twice a month, when stocks are high, when they're low and everywhere in between and through the power of compound interest. Yep. Time in the market beats timing, timing. the that's, market, right? That's mm. the line. That's yes. Good. That's exactly yeah. right. So we've yeah. established that you guys are professionals yes. and you know what you're talking about. And that about. we don't. I just <laughs> happen to guess the that's right answer. Guess. Yeah, I, I was like impressed. that. I thought quarter, quarter of the time. That's, that's <laughs> well, and so and people are fear. They think the stock market is gambling, and, and it can be if you are invested in one stock. Mm. And you try to time the market, that right. becomes gambling. But if you look at the, the data and the st uh, stats on this, if you invest in mutual funds, which is just a grouping of stocks, um, and you keep it invested over long periods of time, that's how wealth's built. So, yep. you know, we have some people we work with that have 30,000. We have some that have 3 million <clears throat> and everywhere in between. So we, you know, the, the My Wife Foundation really is to give folks the confidence in the stock market, give them some, some historical data, and then actually pushing buttons and getting that account yep. open and getting it funded and yep. getting them to purchase a mutual fund some of them have done it for the first time ever, and uh, it's pretty cool. To so become their mentor, because they might yeah. not have one. I yeah. didn't have one until I got my first full-time job. I wish I had one sooner. I would have had more money. So if you get somebody to show them how this all works at a young age, and then hopefully when they understand it, they can show their friends, yeah. and we can spread it through the And that's a cool community. way of thinking about it as like a mentorship program, because that's what it kind of sounds like. Mm -hmm. I'm So... I'm a listener. I trust you guys. You know, you've been you've been talking about, you know, the market appreciation over time. You've been talking about what I need to do. I, I understand that you guys know what I need to do. How do I sign up for your classes? How do I, you know, do I just go to one class? Do I go to a group of classes? How does the yeah. program work? Yeah, it's great. I mean, when we when I first started um, this two years ago, I made a uh, comment to my wife that it's easy to open up an account at Charles Schwab. And what I figured out going through this process is it's easy for me 
But <laughs> Charles Schwab asks you 57 questions, and Fidelity would do the same, and Vanguard would do the same thing. Yep. So it's not easy to open up an account. And once you get the account open, you have to fund it. And once it's funded, you have to buy a mutual fund. Mm-hmm. So there are multiple steps. And mm-hmm. so um, right now we do have one class, um, and it's, we call it a workshop because it's education and it's work. Okay. We're doing that action step. And then in that one class, we're able to open the account and fund it. And then there's some follow-up and some instructions on how to buy the mutual fund. So myyfoundation.org, there is a link up there to the next available class. Now, here's the, the call that we need help with. Um, in, in Augusta, Aiken, North Augusta, is we need organizations to call us. And we're reaching out to organizations as well. But we need to take this into organizations. It's more effective when we go to an organization um, like the Heritage Academy in Augusta. We have been there. They were very supportive. Um, We actually had a class there last fall, and we're going to have another one this fall. But they then presented this information and this concept to the people that are involved in that organization. So they were able to promote it. It's really difficult um, for us to put a class out there and say, hey, you know, come hang out with us, you know, in this stock market Mm -hmm. thing because – I mean, when you start talking about the stock market and financial advisors, I mean, there's just, it just doesn't get people warm fuzzies. It just doesn't. And so we need organizations that reach out to us and we're, we're talking, we're starting to talk to churches. We Mm. found that pastors um, obviously have a lot of respect in their churches. And so we want to go to churches and, and do this session specifically for a church. And um, we're, we haven't done this step yet, but we're talking about buying laptops. So we take laptops with us to the church um, and we do the, specifically for a church, we go through and we, we do the My Why workshop. So we need, we need organizations. We've been working with some organizations. We've done this, but we need more folks to help support it, quite frankly. We need yeah. some leaders in our community that are going to hear the call. I mean, we have a passion. We have a group of people who have a lot of knowledge uh, and want to help people. And this will help you long term. It's not a quick fix. But it is something that if if you start this, you can then help your kids and your grandkids and people that you know as well. So, you know, we, we just we need the we need some community leaders to to work with and 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 back us. And we've had some of that. We've Pastor Paul Bush over in Aiken is done fantastic. I mean, he is he has helped us lead his church and the community over there um, uh, to getting people coming to this. And we see that when when he speaks, people listen to him and they respect him and they come to these sessions. But we have to have leaders in our community mm-hmm. saying, you need to go to that. This is good stuff that will change your life and, and your family tree as well. So let's talk about the the elephant in the room, which has already been addressed a lot as money. <laughs> but let's talk about the cost, right? So if I'm a person that wants to take this class or a business that wants to bring you guys in, is there a cost associated? No, no cost. So it's it's free. It's absolutely free. I mean, we're we're a nonprofit. Um, Even for a business, yeah, that wanted to bring you in. Absolutely, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's about an hour and a half commitment, um, time wise. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's part of what we do is just go in and educate, and then the the real power in this is then opening the account. We we've we've had some cases where we've done the educational piece, and we didn't have access to computers, mm. and the folks that we did the education for never open up an account. We were trying to help them with their cell phones and everything, but yeah, we right. just need, no, so it's, it's very, too hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we also, we're looking for locations that have a good computer system, good good network. Good to know, okay. Yeah, computer labs. So, yeah. yeah, we just need some, you know, we're, we're, we're searching here. We, we've, we've had some success in the first two years, first year and a half, really. And, um, you know, we, we're, we've been in Aiken primarily. We've done a couple of classes at Augusta Tech, Dr. Worrell. 
has done mm-hmm. fantastic and has offered their facility to us. So okay. kudos to them. Um, but we, we need, I think the way to distribute this in the future is through churches, because what we found is like Pastor Paul Bush and, and Aiken, people know him, people respect him. When he says, hey, you need to get there, they listen to him. Um, with us out there, you know, promoting and pushing it and so forth, there's so many other things that are competing for people's time. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yep. from crayons to food to football to whatever, right. you name yeah. it. But this stuff is, this is life-changing. If you can get people understanding about the stock market, and I will say, I, you know, this is important. Money is not money is important, but it's not the most important thing, right? I mean, family and relationships and, and, and you know, God is the most important thing. Uh, money is needed for paying bills, but you can also do some pretty cool stuff with it as well. So we want to teach people how yep. to do that. And it's a two-part issue. Uh, we would think that if we got a lab with many desktops or whatever, they would come, right? We would advertise, people would knock the door down. That's not it. So, I mean, you got to get the word out, and then you have to get the right venue where people you know, have access to the same, mm-hmm. same device, and we could run around the room and help them. So it becomes a two-part problem. That's mm-hmm. what I thought when I first joined. I go, John, yeah. you know, maybe I get space at GMC. And, uh, well, that was an issue unto itself. But I thought that it would naturally come, and it's not that way. And yeah. you're giving money away, so you're like, you know, yeah. why you would, would they think, not? You would think, right. Mm-hmm. And, but now I understand more. It's going to take somebody, like John said, with the respect of the community to mm-hmm. say, you know, hey, you got to do this. Yeah. I've done it, and... We, Pastor Paul has done it, and yeah. he's always talking about how it's grown to here, and people, oh, now I want to listen, you know? Yeah. We also had the material is actually out on the website, myyfoundation.org. It says get started at the top. We have the 30-minute the, the presentation that someone can go through. Um, they can actually open up. We have the instructions on how to open a swab account. And we have the instructions on how to get it matched. So we had two people go and use that system in process, but um, it is available, so we don't have to have the workshops in the past. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say I'll, I'll, I'll do a, a, a call out to uh, Payne College. I want to go over to Payne College and, and talk to those folks. Um, I haven't been able to talk to them yet. I think getting this in our young people's hands mm-hmm. in colleges around the area, um, you know, Augusta Tech, we've worked with them some on this, but um, we just need some community organizations saying, hey, come over here. We've got the facility. We will promote it for you. And we'll be there. We've got, you know, five or six to eight people that will come and walk around the room after we do the education piece of this and help people and uh, and follow up with them. So, again, there's a match up to $100. All right. That's awesome. And my last question, are you guys looking for any kind of funding? Yes. Yes. We're always looking for funding. You got to, you know, you're a nonprofit. Absolutely. That's, you know, yeah. that's a real thing. Yeah. There's, there's two pieces of the funding. So one of them is the match. Um, so, right. when, so when we've, we've matched um, about $5,000 um, since wow. we started. So about 50 families. Um, and so that's a piece of the puzzle. The other thing that we're going to, I'm going to start fundraising on is the, the Ramsey curriculum in high schools. Right. That's super expensive. Yeah. Um, right. It's $3,500 per school. And mm. we've got a lot of schools that are going on now. So, um, that needs to be in every school in the CSRA. It just does. I mean, we're doing our, our kids a disservice if we're not teaching mm-hmm. them finance. And now in Georgia, I mean, school, I think in 23, 24 school year, they're going to have to offer that course mm-hmm. now. It's instead of as an elective and as well, an elective, if you're a senior in high school, you're like, oh, I don't really need to take that. Or they'll teach them some economics course with supply and demand curves, which students aren't going to get 
much from. So it's kind of disjointed now in Georgia where uh, I had spoken to somebody, I, f- I forget which high school, but he was trying to run his own course. Now, I don't know where they're getting the information, but you know, why create your own course when you yeah. can use Ramsey? Yeah, there's, there's definitely other material out there. I'll say that Ramsey, um, Dave Ramsey, his material curriculum is very easy to use. Everything's online. The videos are great. They have young people involved in their uh, production of it. Um, yeah. And, you know, um, you know, inv- they're, they're the, uh, the, the famous people at the Ramsey organization are involved in it. So it's very, for young folks, it's very attractive. Um, but also the material they cover, it's not just investing, but they talk about um, careers and mm. mortgages and student loans. And, and there's a lot of information yep. that um, student loans. Yeah. Yes. Well, at, uh, at GMC, I created the financial literacy course that's now in use. And one of the first high schools, when they saw it, was uh, Aquinas. They said, hey, we want to offer that. Could we use your course? So I went over and taught it there the first year, right after I created the course. So now it's up and running. So we could that could continue to happen. I right? hope sure. it does, sure. Yeah. Do you guys have any um, kind of background about financial literacy in this area? Like, do you have any kind of information, like statistics, about where that need is right now? Uh, you talking about like as far as schools or just in general with just, people like how is financial literacy in the CSRA? Well, I think everywhere. I mean, you always hear about uh, startling stats like the average forty-five-year-old has saved a thousand dollars for mm-hmm. retirement. You, you you hear that all the time, yeah. you know, and that's just shocking. And then they're like, well, you know, because people live for today and mm-hmm. or they try to keep up with the Joneses. And that's another great story where that came from, you know, because <laughs> they got all these big cars and big homes. A lot right. of people have a lot of money. A lot of people are trying to impress their friends. So it's it's shocking. And I don't know, John, I, I haven't every time I hear that, you know, people can't retire or yeah. you want to be able to retire on your own terms when you want. And if right. you start this early. You know, if you start it later, well, that's still good, but you got to invest so much more money because you're now shorting yourself those valuable compounding periods. Yeah, I don't right. think there's anything specifically for the CSRA, but just in general, the national, um, you know, there's about 75% of people live paycheck to paycheck. So I'm sure it's yeah. very similar in Augusta. And then um, now the need is, you know, so important because inflation's eating into everybody's yeah, budget. Right pandemic and, and all this. I mean, you really got to get your financial act together now because, I mean, it looks like tough times ahead. Yeah, right. and investing is a great hedge against inflation, obviously. You got to earn more than the inflation rate. Well, now it's upwards of 10%. Good luck with that. But <laughs> stock market, an average 10%. Now, not straight 10%. You know, it's up 20, it's off 4, yeah. up 16, minus 10, but the trend is up. <laughs> right. And uh, you got to be in it to win it. You got to, and like you said, it's time, not timing. Uh, we can count on our one hand, maybe the handful of people who were able to time the market for a considerable period of time. But no, just you got to be in it. And if you're paycheck to paycheck, this is my last question. Yeah. If you're paycheck to paycheck, which you said 75% of people are, that sounds about right. Why is this important to me? Because I don't have the money to invest, or at least in my mind, maybe I don't. You probably don't. It starts with a budget. You got to see what's coming in, what's going out. You could uh, maybe have one less latte a week. Okay, that's five or six dollars. It's twenty dollars at the end of the month. You could find the money, and that's a painful step for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And the other thing I'll say is, um, it takes a dollar to start. 
<clears throat> so someone starting with a dollar, we've had people put five bucks in there. It's just starting. It's understanding. It's getting the statements. It's it's looking. It's logging on. It's watching. So it's a start. So I mean that's why it's it's I mean the stock market is open to everybody. Charles Schwab, Vanguard, Fidelity, they want you to open accounts. So people just don't know how to do it. Yeah. And they're scared of it as well. And so it takes a dollar. So if you can't afford to, I, I get it. Um, times are tough, but a dollar will match you a dollar. You'll have two bucks in there, right? So um, we just want people to start because it is it is a process, and and we can it will change your life and your your kids and your grandkids' lives as well. That's a good point time. because my students would say, well, if I invest five dollars a month, I'm not going to get rich. No, you're not, but you start the process. Like John said, then you start to learn about it. You look for ways to maybe cut back on three lattes or whatever, and then you're putting more into it, and then you learn and you, you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. you got to start it. It's not, oh, I'm going to wait till next year when I get a raise, or I'm going to wait till I get this real job. And no, you got to get your spending under control. You got to see what's coming in versus what's going out. It'll make most people very unhappy. I had a student once who goes, Professor Willox, I'm so sad because I had him do a budget really quick. She goes, guess how much I spent eating out? <laughs> I don't know. She goes, $439.22. She had it. She goes, I, I couldn't sleep after I saw that. <laughs> she was eating her retirement. Right. And, now she, and, and then I've seen her a year later and she's saving. She's showing me her account online at like, you know, stash or whatever. Yeah. So boom. And I, I will say from my personal experience, once you do start, it's a lot easier Yes, because like starting everything. is not easy. It's no. not. Anything. You have to take a lot of time to do it. But right. once you do start and you can just click that button and transfer, it becomes a lot easier to, or even set it to be automatic. Automatic's mm-hmm. the best. It becomes a lot easier. Then you learn to live without it. You mm-hmm. don't miss it. Mm-hmm. And then you just continue to look for ways to increase it. Yep. Right. Yes, I'm very interested in this foundation personally. I have never. I'm sending Kat to this. I haven't. She actually, needs to be in these classes. I've, the only reason I haven't started investing in the market is because I'm ignorant of it. And anytime I try to do research, it oh, just freaks you, freaks me out. It's overwhelming. It's there's overwhelming. So much, there's so much material yeah. out there, but it really is. It can be simple. It's yeah. yeah. So well, good. We'll have you. At, awesome. We'll have you. At so my wife foundation foundation dot org. And that's where I can see when the next class is mm-hmm. cool. for free. Very cool. That's right. So Very we've cool. talked about the My Why Foundation. Yes. Let's talk about our why. Yes. So we're Drop the Disc Podcast. We're here bringing in people like you that are bringing something new and important to the community. And uh, that's dropping the disc, in my opinion. Um, but personally, we like to ask you, what does it mean to drop the disc here in Augusta? You grew up in North Augusta. You grew up up north yes you moved down to the south in georgia living in augusta seven years yes sir okay so if someone were to walk up to you and diss the city of augusta or the csra what would you tell them and the drop the disc question is presented by trainer gray leave (laughs) 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 no well uh the grass is always greener no matter where you grow up Students would say, I can't wait to get out of here. Disgust, uh, you know, I got to go to Atlanta or some big city. I said, oh, you'll find out, you know. Uh, It's always like that. I mean, and then downtown, I don't get downtown enough. It's just getting better all the time. I love it. Uh, So I had a former professor who would say to me, Chris, 
we're still getting used to you, you damn Yankee. <laughs> and he goes, don't tell your damn Yankee friends how much you like it down here. Because we want them to go straight to Florida. So every day I would say, Marvin, they asked me, I said, you don't want to move to Georgia. It's horrible. Go straight to Florida. But it's an unknown gem. I never thought I would move here. I mean, we had plans to move near my brother, southeastern North Carolina. He's retired. That was kind of the idea we were going to go. And then this interview came up out of nowhere. And my wife said, what are you going for an interview? In Augusta, Georgia, the plan is to move. North Carolina said two reasons, experience interviewing and also to see this famous golf course. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we came down and I passed it yep. before I knew it was on the right side. Yep. And then uh, they just came out of nowhere and offered us the job and we already moved the family, uprooted the family. We moved from Long Island, upstate New York. So kids were out of the house. It was just me and her. And we said, let's try it again. And we haven't looked back, came down, rented a place. People are great. Uh, you, you know what? And I don't know if this will go in, in the podcast or not, but th this is what always hits me. You know, up, no you know, up north, New York, liberals, they all claim this stuff, but it's not in my backyard, right? And, you know, and, and and they would tell me things, oh, you're going to move south. It's the Bible Belt. I said, so what's wrong with that? People move really slow and everything. And I think they still have slaves down there. No, serious. Now, where I grew up, it was, you know, towns. I mean, you know, there was black people, white people. They didn't meet. They used to talk about it a lot. Here, it's this diverse group. I love it. You know, so I would tell my friends from up there, this is probably not going on the podcast, but this is true how I feel, that you guys know how to live together. It's like they say they think they know how to live together. No, not at all. They just don't mix. It's weird. So down here, it's cool. Everybody's like <laughs> hanging out all the time. This is one of the coolest answers yeah, in a I while, agree. honestly. I agree. Sorry, no, John, for making you go after Chris. This is debunking a lot of no, things. That's right. it, it, it is, yeah. because they think the opposite. All those people in the South, they used to do this and that. You get it? Because <laughs> it's great. It's, Thank it's you harmonious. For that. Thank you, Chris. Yes, that was it. Harmonious. Love that. Harmonious. <laughs> Great answer, Chris. All right, John, you got to Yeah, luck. well, I mean, I was born and raised here, so I, I mean, <clears throat> I came across the 13th Street Bridge when there was nothing on the right or the left, <laughs> other than the swamps. So, I mean, you know, I think um, the CSRA has a tremendous amount to offer from the Masters. I don't know if you guys have been to the Peach Jam. Oh, yeah. It's just Man, phenomenal. I mean, I, love I really wanted to go to the Peach Jam this year. It's not over until Saturday. Oh, LeBron James is here. Yeah, yeah so I'll be at the Marriott Bar tonight. Yeah, <laughs> World-class, world uh, yeah, Nike over there. You've got the Greenway. Yep. I mean, you've got the green jackets. Uh, you've got restaurants. I mean, I lived in St. Louis, Cleveland, and Charlotte for a long time, 15 years. And, um, you know, this place is great. And, yes, we are slower, but that means we have less traffic, which is a big deal. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I, you know, born and raised here. My kids grew up here. Um, been here for 20 years and will be the rest of my life. So yeah, people are, you know, people are missing uh, yep. a, a knee gym two and a half hours from the ocean, two and a half hours from the mountains. So, yeah, enough said. And then also you can see uh, retired military. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of my friends that John knows are his clients. Uh, they were engineers, SRS, and they 
we're getting to that age. And I said, well, I guess we'll just stay right here. It's great. You know, when mm. people come down here, they stay. Yeah. I mean, why it's wouldn't you? Thing. Where else would you go? I remember when I first looked it up, I said, I think we're going to move to Augusta, Georgia. And it said, places to retire. It's great because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how they rate retirement cities. I mean, you know, obviously near to some school for the arts and yeah, sports and everything like and that, all, yeah. you know, and all that. So yeah. we just... Did it and should have did it 57 years ago. <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys so yes, much for coming you. on. Yep. Yeah, the organization is My Why Foundation, mywhyfoundation.org. Yes. Sign up for a class, tell your boss, tell your pastor, and uh, open an account and, and get some free money from these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> free is good. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into the Drop the Disc podcast today. We really, really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and do us a favor. Leave us a rating or review and uh, tell a friend. Uh, Both of those things really help us to grow and help us to keep spreading the message about dropping the disc in Augusta. And look out for our next episode with Ramiro Galvin from Munchies Lab and El Rey.